Welcome to Use Your Words Podcast, where every time we have a serious conversation, all three of us are always fully engaged and pay attention. Summer, mm. summer, summer. And Josh is looking around like, the summer what's pod. going on? I blinked out there for a second. Keep talking. I'll, I'll, I'll catch up. <laughs> <laughs> you blinked out for a second. Great. Welcome to another episode of User Words Podcast. <laughs> I'm glad that Josh was actually paying attention to that intro there. And that he didn't take us off topic on a completely different tangent regarding video games, <laughs> which is partially my fault because how dare I mention <laughs> something that doesn't keep him paying attention and then it's just derailed 100% completely <laughs> unexpectedly <laughs> expected. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> like the world right now, I wish I could dismantle that history from ever existing. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Unfortunately, you can't change the past. Sorry, oh, Paul. Are you sure not? So here's the deal. Uh oh. Previous episode, we talked about Chaz Chop with Raz and how Aaron's going to create Raz with Raz here in the Racine <laughs> and play jazz. Yes, exactly. We're going to have Raz playing jazz inside of Raz. <laughs> Some nightmare right now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <clears throat> but so th- that's one part of the national, I guess you could say, conversation, protest, everything going on right now. The other part of the national protest is, and I'm sure Aaron's aware of this because he's the one who brought this up, this idea up. But I'm sure Josh is also aware of this because he pays attention to everything going around the news. I hope. Um, is that protesters have not only been protesting, you know, again, peaceful, non-peaceful, blah, 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 blah. But they have also been involved with tearing down and destroying statues um, across the United States. Now, to be fair, most of them are of Confederate origin, but that doesn't give an excuse to destroy them. Uh, My opinion is that even if a statue should come down. Let's say, you know, you want to get rid of the statue of Robert E. Lee, right? You know, Confederate general. Don't just go out and go, I'm going to boil it down. Um, you, you, you go through the proper channels. You, you engage the community. You go, you know, to your council or whatever structure is in place in your town. And you petition to have it removed, have the gov- local government remove it, blah, blah, blah. A, you're doing that so legally you're protected. B, no one will get injured, hopefully. <laughs> you know, pulling a statue down. That's a big thing. It may accidentally land on someone if it's pulled down wrong. You know. Yeah. C, it could then be moved into, like, a museum to be preserved. And finally, you know, this whole concept of, and this is where we're getting to, uh, erasing the history just because you don't like it isn't something... That anyone should be engaged in. So that's where I'm starting it with. Yeah, I know. I know. I completely agree. I mean, if you don't like something, go ahead, go through the normal route. So, because when you vandalize things, you're you're telling the younger people that it's okay to vandalize stuff that they don't like it, and that's obviously not the message you want to get across. Now, granted, are you sure it's not? I'm sure for some people it is. Oh yeah. Oh yes, yes. But most people, 
And you don't want your 16-year-old running around and doing graffiti and stuff and taking the chance of him going to jail. Most normal parents wouldn't want that. But what if they're graffitiing within Chaz? Or it's encouraged. (laughs) Anyway, so back to the house. So... Now he tries to be on top of it. (laughs) I'm, I'm a history guy. I like history. I believe that if we decide to stop learning history we are prone for repeating the same mistakes um but at the same time i understand where people are coming from when it comes to and when i say i understand it it's logical to me you know why do we have um statues of people that were for slavery down in the south why do we still have those standing it's i can see where somebody can relate it to nazi germany and in germany if you do anything that symbolizes Nazism, you are jailed. And I, I think they take it extremely serious to the point of where you don't want to know what happens. Um, the swastika is banned from Germany. You know, pretty much anything that... Well, I said the swastika is pretty much banned anywhere. anywhere. That, and that, that universally, since because of Germany, and since all that has kind of become the de facto symbol of racism and yes. white power yes. and white nationalism and that. But at the same time, for historians, it's a crucial piece of history. And they don't, and, and, and to me, I'm, I will say this, and I am waiting for somebody to say, ah, you're racist. I, one piece of history that I really want to learn more about is Germany prior to World War II. Because when people, I'm pretty sure, if I ask you, Aaron, what do you think about in World War II when it comes to Germany? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Not good. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, obviously not good. You see red, white, and black and symbol of a cross with, you know, side flares to it. You're going to go up. Oh, that's bad. Um, it's not. I mean, it's a plus sign. With flares. Okay. But but what else do you think about it? Hitler. Yes. Okay. And what else do you think about it? Death. Okay. Plenty of it. Genocide. Okay. All right. So those are all things you equate to it, right? What about how that came to be? See, that's one thing that I don't think people really have the time or patience for, is trying to understand how history came to be history. You got to look at the political climate. You have to look at the economic climate, the social climate of everything that transpired prior to Hitler becoming Supreme Chancellor and running, you know, Germany. Okay. So beyond that, though, right? I can understand where people can see these symbols and stuff. But it's also important for us to make sure we understand how things came to be. Um, now, I'm not saying we need to worship these statues. You know, these statues that represent people that had a negative mindset for things back then. You know, these people were for slavery. And some of these guys were just military officers just doing what they do. <laughs> Controlling troops, fighting wars, trying to win battles, you know. so Okay, let me ask you this then. So would you... So I'm not trying to paint you into a corner here and say you have to pick necessarily a side and therefore you are now deemed a racist for all event times. And that just naturally comes because, you know, whatever. Um, you're not, I know. But do you think they should keep statues of Confederate military people up and around? Now, I'm going to ask the first question. In public spaces. When I say public space, I mean like a park or, you know, a street corner or a public outside of a public museum. Here's something in this whole whole session that I have to remember. 
Because my mind operates differently and I'm willing and I'm and I have the patience to look at it from a different angle. So my responses may sound skewed to you that are listening, but just brace with me. I see nothing wrong with statues. Because most people that pass by statues don't even know what they mean. The plaques are only small enough for you to get close mm-hmm. enough, you know, in your car on the curb to see what it is. Yeah, but if they most kn- these statues that are standing, I don't even know who they are. But let's say they know it's Lee. Because in Virginia, they're going to know who Lee is. Yeah. Generally? Yeah. Again, it comes to, to a mindset thinking. Are you looking at what he was a part of or are you looking at him as a person? I'm just asking. In public space. Yes or no? Should they still be there? Yes. I'm not going to say they should, but I'm not going to say they shouldn't. You have to pick <laughs> yes or no. The heck? It's it's a difficult thing. My bra- I hate my brain. Um, Aaron, prepare because I'm going to ask you the same question. Well, I, I guess I have an answer. Well, m- my answer already. Okay. Um, It's challenging. Because if I say yes... And I get swarmed with mass media saying, oh, you're racist. I'll well, just you're not up. tied to media. No, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, my response will be shaped based on how people treat me. Should it, though? Shouldn't you stand on your own laurels and stand for what you believe in? But when people are, are, are coming to the brink of getting stoned for standing against what other people believe, um, I'm going to say there is no harm. They should stay. Okay. But at the same time, it all depends on the person's mindset. My mindset is different than somebody of color in a community who gets cracked down on police, who gets looked at and treated differently by people that aren't of color, you know? So my mindset's going to be a little differently. Um, so I'm going to say there's no harm, there's no follow, because it doesn't represent anything than merely what a person was. Like, okay, Aaron, should they stay or should they go? <laughs> there's a song um, that goes with that. There is. I don't see why they couldn't stay. I guess mm, you racist Tennessee Walker. You got that right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I hope the head smack was heard. <laughs> no, but the reason I, I'd, I'd imagine, I guess it depends on where they have the statues. Like I'm trying to think if they have a statue of someone. In the area from like where the event was held, that was significant with that person that that's a statue of. I feel like that would be cool to have that there, especially. I mean, even if it was like you know known as like a bad person, and then I guess to look at it today, I mean, it's no longer like that, at least for what it was back then. So for me, I'd be like, man, this place used to be much worse than it was. Well, no, much more. Wow much worse than it is right now. Like it's gotten better since then. So I feel like that would be for me cool to look back and be like, we've come a far way from that. This is cool. But then I guess as far as, I don't know, just putting a statue of said person just everywhere, that would be a little bit different for me. I agree. Like if it's, if it's symbolic to the place it's at, I don't see why you wouldn't keep it there. Well, like, uh, Lee, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he's from Virginia. He's kind of famous as a as a Confederate soldier, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they recently toppled that statue because Confederate. And so, essentially, yeah. essentially everything Confederate-related is being not through proper channels, but yeah. torn down in the U.S. right, right. now. Um, 
whether whether people like it or not, you know, protesters are getting up in arms and pulling the statues down or, or they're damaging them. You know, like something I learned, you know, when you see a statue covered in uh, tomato sauce, you know why they do that? Josh, I actually don't know that one. So the tomato sauce will um, in, will interact with the metal oh. and eat away at the metal. Uh. It's a chemical reaction. So you kind of have to wash it off quickly, and if you don't get it all off, it's going to damage it. Mm-hmm. So even if, you know, like you throw it on there and they at least, you know, whisk it away, you know, let's say the museum whisk it away, but they don't clean it off fully, it'll continue to eat at the metal. So th- that's why they do that, because they're like, we don't want this statue, period. Right. Okay? Now, you know, like I said earlier, I think... And I'm going to impose that same rule. Yes, no. Should statues be allowed in the public space, like a controversial one like that, like General Lee or whatever, right? Yes, they should be. That being said, like I said earlier, if the public, let's say uh, Raz, Racine Autonomous Zone, <laughs> they have a statue dedicated to Josh. Oof. And it is found out that Josh does something horrible. Don't know what. He pours uh, oil into the lake. Ugh. You know, if Ugh. Aaron decides to protest and pull down the statue dedicated to Josh, no. Uh-uh. However, if Aaron petitions the governor of Raz to pull down the statue, which the governor would probably be your mom. Yay! <laughs> she going to do it, Dan. <laughs> you know, but you go through the proper channel to, pull, yeah. to have it pulled down and then stored or whatever. Beautiful. Right. And I'd be all 100% behind that, okay? And you hear people going, well, like I've seen this on Facebook all the time. You don't see people um, in Germany, going back to Germany, you know, having any sort of statues to any of the figures from World War II. There's a difference between those two. And the difference is, well, yes, slavery in America was a bad situation. Let's not sugarcoat it, okay? It was a horrible situation was very damaging to a lot of people, very destructive all around, okay? And it wasn't just limited to the U.S. because obviously we had to um, import slaves from other countries, which meant that was causing issues all around the globe, okay? You know, I'm, I'm not trying to justify slavery at all here. It was a very bad thing. But when we had the Civil War, you know, people ended up putting up monuments to kind of remember their history, they weren't going around in, like, Nazi Germany doing genocide by, I don't even know the numbers. They weren't taking all of their slaves and throwing them in gas chambers like they're doing for the Jews. So I do see a difference in how those react, you know, how those two situations are. But just because I can see that that difference doesn't mean that someone doesn't see the emotional impact being the same, you know. Because essentially what you're, what you're trying to tell someone at that point is just because your family wasn't gassed to death doesn't mean we shouldn't not have a statue. Now, that being said, okay, now I would have to look this up because I actually don't know this. They might have some of that stuff, you know, the, the Nazi stuff in museums in Germany. You know, and, and it's kind of like... This is a part of our history. This is kind of our past, you know, sort of deal, you know, saying, hey, we can't repeat this. I'm, I'm sure they do. I'd be very surprised if they didn't at all. Okay. 
So even if protesters are saying we shouldn't have these statues, which is each community's choice. I'm not saying just because I'm like, eh, that's okay, a statue. They can have their, that as a community say, you know what? We no longer want the statue of Lee. Okay, fine. Go through your proper channels, get it removed. You know, and, and that's where, you know, I've been at and be like, okay. And then, you know, some of them will go into museums and all that, you know, filter them in, you know, create whatever exhibits around them and everything like right that. That's what I used to say. I don't know if I can say that anymore because now the new trend is not only remove the statues, but now people want to remove museums. History is no longer a thing. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. Yeah. History is trying to be erased. What happened? Well, if we did actually erase, like get rid of museums and like erase history, then I guess I feel like you can't complain about history then. Well, here's the thing you get rid of history, right? We have to have a collective knowledge of something. Yeah. Which means if we get rid of history, we're going to have falsified books of what happened. What is it called when the, um, what was it? Germany was doing it. Um, and I, I, there's a difference. I want to say this. I want to say the not, Nazi regime. Okay. It's different from Germany. Yeah. Germany, the people that were enslaved in, in a sense by the Nazi regime. Anyways, um, the, the Nazis were doing that with their with the kids. They were falsifying textbooks to help create a uh, Nazi youth that right. would be completely for, you know, think about having kids grow up with knowing nothing other than white supremacy without Jews and you had to be for your country, nothing else. And they were doing that. And that is very, very, very dangerous. Um, and there are definitely other countries that still do that today. And, I, and if you look, any historian would say, America does it too. We do it too. We, our history books and stuff will skew the data a little to be in whatever favor that the government wants us to see it as. Like who shot, who fired first, the Japanese or the Americans? That's something, if you don't know and you want to know, dive into it. It's interesting. Because we painted the picture that we shot the first, first round in World War II with the Japanese. No, that they did, but we did. It's an interesting story. Anyways, but you know, you don't you don't hear about that. You hear, ah, the Japanese hit Pearl Harbor. Well, what happened right before the Japanese hit Pearl Harbor? I mean, we yeah, if period, we still Pearl Harbor was gonna happen regardless of what happened right before the hap that happened, but we technically fired the first shot. Um, anyways, but but no. That's and, and um what was it? Uh yeah, just to, to clarify, yes, Germany does have a um Documentation Center for the History history of National Socialism uh, that opened in Munich, and the museum is housed in the former Brown House. Um, and the building that served as the Nazi Party headquarters from 1930 to the end of World War II. So, yes, that is true. They, the mayor, not the mayor, um, uh, yeah, the mayor of Munich said it's time for the city to face up to its Nazi, Nazi past. Yeah. Yeah, so the argument I've always heard, you know, uh, around statue removal, you know, for people who want to remove statues that are are of people that are of, you know, ill history, let's say, Lee, anything Nazi-related, um, you know, anything like that, right? Is that the fact that, like I said, moving into, sta- moving into museums and that, and, and they wanted to limit it to just those. 
But what happened in Madison, Wisconsin recently? Brewer? I have no idea. I'm not up to date on that. Last week? Yeah. It's been it's been less than a week at this point. So what happened was oh, there was a chain of events. But anyways, there was a chain of events which eventually led up to the destruction of a statue in the capital of Wisconsin, Madison, Wisconsin. And this in this statue wasn't someone from the Confederate Army, wasn't a Southerner at all. In fact, they were um, fighting against slavery for the Union. And they destroyed the statue. And they destroyed it because white, white man, white man bad. So they destroyed that. They, they literally, that statue's gone. It, it's, it's destroyed. They, they have to rebuild it. Okay. What are they wanting to do over in Washington, D.C. right now? Was that to do with the Ab- Abraham Lincoln Memorial? Well, or. Yes, it's Abraham Lincoln. Well, so. Because they say he, he may have freed slaves, but he was not. For blacks, yeah. Is that the post you yeah, you sent? Well, this. there's also a statue specifically they want to destroy. It's the biggest one, isn't it? Not they don't want to actually destroy the one of Abraham sitting there on the chair. It's Abraham with um, what's supposed. Obviously, it's made out of the same metal, so you, there's no color in the statue. But it's supposed to be Abraham and like a black man, a slave that was freed. Okay. They want to destroy that one. Yeah. Because in there, like, apparently the the slave is like kneeling or something like that. So they want to destroy that one. Well, what's interesting, that statue in particular, guess who paid for uh, the money for that statue to be built? Freed slaves, slaves from the South. The reason they want to destroy it, even though the freed slaves paid for it, they're like, well, it was built without consultation. It was designed by white men. They how just do, want a reason. How do they know? They just want a reason for distraction. It's just a delusion. How would they know? Well, okay, as soon as they start doing stuff like people who fight against slavery, as soon as they start threatening to, like Abraham Lincoln statue, as soon as they start threatening Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, they're looking for any excuse in history, any little blemish that you had. If you're not perfect, they want to remove you. Yes, it is true. Washington and Jefferson owned slaves. They were not perfect people. None of us here are perfect people. I keep coming back to this concept that if we keep judging people of the past by our current standards, we will have no history to look back on. At least a history that is in any proper context even close to reality. It keeps reminding me of 1984, a book that has been very prophetic in many ways. Sadly, here's a quote from it. And you might have seen this because this has been around social media a lot recently. Every record has been destroyed or falsified. Every book rewritten. Every picture has been repainted. Every statue and street building has been renamed. Every date has been altered. And the process is continuing day by day and minute by minute. History has stopped. Nothing exists except an endless present in which the party is always right. And I feel we're kind of there at this point the party being what is the social outrage of the moment that is always right without question it seems like it's not so much that we're renaming uh statues but we're destroying them we are renaming streets by the way there's a lot of streets being renamed black lives matter plaza and 
Oz or something. And, George Floyd way. Yeah, and you know what? That in in all honesty, that's fine. I don't care about that portion. You know, what I'm more upset about is the destruction of the statues. And now people are going to go, oh, he's just upset about the destruction of the statues, but he's not upset about George Floyd's death. He's not upset about this. This is no. I'm not saying I'm only upset about this. You can be a multifaceted person. You can have complex emotions and complex thoughts. Everything does not have to be one or zero, black or white. Everything doesn't have to have to stem from an irrational response. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say irrational. I would say emotional. Irrational. A rational response skewed by emotion. Because when you work just on that emotion level, you can justify anything. You can justify pulling down that statue because how dare that statue of Aaron be there? You know, again, I keep coming back to it. You judge the past by the present morals. You will have no past. Let's say 50 years from now, right? Metal music is considered akin to slavery in how evil it is, right? And Aaron, for whatever reason, has a statue of him in, 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 a, in a country far, far away. Maybe he brought like food to them and <laughs> you know he was going somewhere he had a bag of taco bell and he accidentally landed somewhere fed it to them and they built a statue in his honor mm-hmm. they didn't have money for food but they had money for statues they had a yeah. statue fund built up some change yeah so you know there's a statue of Aaron holding out a bag of taco bell somewhere well in this 50 year future it's determined that metal music is morally wrong it's like having slaves they're going to topple him down just because of that not taking into context at the time what he did in the broader sense. He fed people and kept them from starving to death. I say that's a pretty, pretty solid thing. What I find funny is I feel like there's more and more people that I encounter in life that justify everything they do off of emotion. And yet when people aren't doing it off of emotion, they think that people that are doing it off emotion are stupid. But yet they're the same person that just did it off of emotion. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's hypocritical. It, yeah, extremely. And then they sit there and all you have to do is push a few buttons and boom, they're back on emotion. The thing that I get confused from is, and like you were saying, you know, people are willing to act before they know, okay? You know, you're talking, you know, you got to understand the context at the time. Also, if we were to erase, like, history. Yep. I mean, what was that? What was the stuff that, what were they called? Was it the referendums or whatever? Not, maybe that's the completely wrong word. But it was mainly just for the black community for us to pay them back. Reparations. Reparations. Yep. None of that should ever be a thing. So. Like, what that would, I guess destroying history in a sense would be hurting them more because then well, you can't go back to the history and try and make it fair now. I don't know. For what happened. I don't know if they're really trying to destroy. There's a fine line. That's being written right there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say anyone's trying to, in this case, if it was limited to just destroying the statues, okay? Take, take out the, uh, the people calling for destroying museums now. <laughs> okay. Take, take that off the table for a moment. Okay. And this is why it, it, it's weird because, like I said, there's that fine line. Um, right. If, if you're just going after the, statues okay i even though there's no statues of hitler we still know a great deal about them there doesn't necessarily have to be a statue of someone or something in order for us to know about it 
That's why I said, and this is where it rides that fine line, is because then if you get rid of the museums, though, then you don't have that information to pass on to the next generation. Right. You know, there's that concept of, you know, those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it. You know, there's that old saying, right? Yeah. And if you get rid of history, if you get rid of the, the thing saying, this is what we did as a nation that was horrible, eventually we're going to go full circle <laughs> because humans were dumb. We don't learn unless we have something in front of us that can tell us what the repercussions are from these things that we're wanting to do. So and even then we'll still do some things. <laughs> yeah, I know. We still will. So that's what I said. I, I, I don't know if it's fully, they want to get rid of history, you know, right. Unt, until they want to get rid of the museums. Right. And, th- and then that's when I'm like, <laughs> that's becoming a little excessive, a little excessive. Again, another thing from wonderful 1984, uh, who controls the past controls the future. Who controls the present controls the past. Who controls the past controls the future. Who controls the present controls the past. Right. Well, in other words, looking at this contextually now, right? The past, as they say, the sins of our past, right? Is creating this trajectory of where we're going in the future of these changes, these policy changes, right? But right now, who is in control socially present is able to reframe and restructure that history, which then alters our future things on which we're doing. That's what it's getting at. Mm. You know, and that's what I said, you know, up until we, they started saying we should get rid of museums, I was like, this is horrible about the destruction of property. Shouldn't be done. Do with your local channels. But as soon as they started going, no, we're, we're get rid of the museums too. Well, now you can't even move those statues into museums to then do things, you know? Right. And it's getting to the point now where if you have done any little thing in your past, there goes your statue. Which that, uh, I mean, that definitely doesn't make sense to me. I mean, technically, if they want to, technically, if they want to tear down all the statues that represent slavery, or represent pro-slavery, we got to take down the, the Capitol building the White House. Is there a statue in there that I'm not aware of? It was built by slaves. Oh, I see. The stone used for the White House was cut by the hands of slaves, um, and then Scottish masonaries put it together. Uh, and then I don't know the whole history on it, but I believe the center portion of the Capitol building was initially built by slaves. Well, there goes that building shortly i mean it's to me it's just how you frame your mind around it you know did abraham lincoln I, I, at the same time it was all it's, it's also a mindset okay i mean if if we lived in an, in a time where slavery was still a thing you know that's what we were raised into thinking mm-hmm. you know so the, the phrase you're not born a racist you're taught to be a racist that's, okay. That's 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 how it comes to be. Uh, what was it? If any of you, I don't, I don't care uh, what color you are. A great place to go is the uh, museum of uh, go go the museum of George Washington. Understand his life. Understand how he interacted with his slaves. 
understand his mindset of slaves. When you look at it, he, he almost looks like he's the nicest slave owner probably of the time period. He actually thought about not having slaves, but it was a political climate in which that really wasn't something questionable. And with him running the country, it was a challenge because he was trying to pull two political parties and he was trying to keep the country. Because shortly after the United United States was founded, the 13 colonies, the United States was founded, it almost fell apart without the hands of George Washington. So as much as you may think of him as bad, kind of try to look look for the good and see what what stemmed from it. Uh, One could easily say, oh, what stemmed from it was slavery. Well, at the time, that that was the thing. That was the norm. And that's where I think people get it skewed is it's something that society saw was acceptable, even though not everybody in society thought it was acceptable because not everybody, why? Because not everybody was taught that slavery was the thing to do back. That's also why America was one of the last places to kind of get rid of slavery as a whole. But believe it or not, uh, what I found interesting. Okay. Slaves and all their hard work, because really what funded America, what built America were at the hands, sweat and blood of black people. They built America, not white man. They built it. Okay. Even though the white man takes credit. Let's put it like that. Because okay? that, that's, that's kind of what it is. You know, um, they produced, what was it? Was it one third or two third of the world's cotton? Around the time of the Civil War. Yeah, that was the a South, big export from the South. Yeah, it was massive. I didn't know that until like maybe two years ago. But that was all done by them. You know, not white people. You know, they probably could have done better if they were treated and respectively and not, you know, made slaves. No, and not Abraham Lincoln. Uh, he may not have been for black people, but he helped pave the first step into getting rid of it uh let's see here the emancipation proclamation fighting the civil war leading the union to victory yeah i think he did a little bit more than the first step but yes but i guess i guess i'm just i'm still trying to understand where people are allowing their emotions to skew their brains so much because what was it you have the where is it here and Bergen, uh uh Birmingham. Birmingham, Alabama, 97-year-old memorial honoring those who lost their lives in World War I was defaced and damaged amid a protest in a public park where it was located after protesters failed to take out the raft on the park's Confederate monument. So you can't destroy one, let's go destroy another. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do you let your emotion get so consumed that you, com- that you completely come from confused from what you were originally doing? Now, obviously, there's a psychological thing with that. Um, and especially when a group of people come together and they have something similar, they tend to follow each other when one goes off the path to another. Right. But no, I, I completely agree. You cannot take the past out of the context of when the past was in. You can take things down that might not properly represent, but I definitely do not agree with, uh, if it's not hurting anybody, what is it doing? Now, if white supremacists were sitting there and, crowding around the, the the monuments praising these people for what they've done and fighting a war pro-slavery okay that's that's something different you know but i don't see that i haven't heard of that so to me a statue is just an area honoring somebody who that area you know, an area that honor is honoring somebody who that person was from 
that leads me to my next question because you said a, a key phrase there in, in your little uh, statement there. Honoring the person. Does a statue necessarily have to honor a person? No. Because that is the crux of a lot of these arguments, again, uh, for removing these statues by force, is that the statue is not history. Instead, it is honoring. Technically, in my, in, my, in my eyes, when you would sit there and build something, you are trying to honor the memory or the existence of somebody by publicly displaying something in an area. So then if you see. are honoring the person, then you would okay. have to give it to them a little bit about maybe it is right to remove it. But then the question becomes is why were they put there in the first place? What action did they do? What thing did they say? What movement? That's and that's where you okay, can't. Okay, you look look at the southern the southern people. Okay, right, the southern people, people from the southern United States. What <laughs> former Confederates? Okay, <laughs> they have a lot of that southern pride. You know, the, they've yeah. always kind of like waved the Confederate flag around, saying it's part of their heritage, part of their history. So it makes sense that they would build statues to important people of important people, not to important people of important people in their history. That makes sense. Now, if you're defining a statue as something that you build to honor a person, I can see exactly why they would want to have it removed. Yeah, I agree. But it, it also, it, to me, it also depends on why they're building it. You know, I mean, I guess some people have to realize that when it comes to soldiers, they don't just fight a war they believe in. They fight a war because they have to sometimes. You get drafted. If you don't, you could be shot. If you don't go, if you, if you, uh, uh, World War One was known for it. Um, if soldiers try to run from the front lines and, uh, uh, a phrase just jumped in my head. What is it called? In World War Two, if you were to leave the front lines and go somewhere else you weren't commanded to, in a sense, fleeing the battlefield, uh, you were technically considered a, uh, traitor to your country, um, and you were shot. Okay. This is going back to the Civil War. Now, I'm not 100% familiar with the Civil War, but if it was like that in World War One, I'm pretty sure it was like that in the Civil War. Um, so you get drafted, you get pulled from your house, you say, you have to fight for us, otherwise your home's going to get burned, and the commanding uh, uh, officers can easily scare their troops into thinking that if they don't fight, everything they have is going to get taken from them, burned down, uh, family taken away. So you can easily scare a soldier into fighting a war that he does not fully understand. Because once you get into that spot, you have this uh, fight or flight scenario. And at that point, you're just trying to survive and you're not thinking about all the politics involved for. And you can even talk to some U.S. troops today and, you know, they get sent overseas and they don't agree with everything that goes on. And there's some stuff they can't tell us because the government doesn't want us to know. So you have that with, with, with soldiers. So have some of these statues represented people who have led massive charges and have died in a charge? Maybe. Maybe that was why the statue was built. So when it comes to statues, we kind of have to look at why they were built. What what about the statue and that person is there? Why is it in a public place for, for all to see? What did they do? Now, one could simply say, ah, they just built statues of the Confederacy to push White nationalism, white supremacy, you know, they could have done that. It's very possible. Then why don't you just paint the, the statues white? Why don't you make it clear, more clear, 
that you 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 don't want uh, people of color down in the south. You know, you have ways to do that, and that's kind of my my bits on it. You can you can tear down a statue, but in the end, you know, you're either doing more harm than good sometimes when you're doing that. So, and that's where yeah, people's emotion I think get in the way of it too much as they sit there and they jump to conclusions and they assume before they know the full story. And when you know the full story, that's when you feel stupid. And if you have too much pride, you don't let people see that you feel stupid. If they were in support of, let me ask this question. If they were in support of taking down statues, what is the limit that we should take down? Now, I obviously know that you go museums, we shouldn't do. But let's say their next step was to go to museums. How do you resolve that? How do you resolve a bunch of people who are allowing their emotions to Run with it. Like, uh, what was it? Something else that was built um, by slaves was the railroad system. Um, not the entire railroad system, right. but the four main lines, which I don't remember off the top of my head. I have to pull it up here. But uh, they, they built that. So they built the foundation infrastructure of the United States. Do we leave that? Should we erect statues in okay, so, place to so, so, honor? So the difference between a statue and a railroad comes back down to your wording that you used honor you don't build a railroad to honor people but you use build a statue to honor people Mm -hmm. that's the difference that's why they want to tear down a statue now again i'm not for aaron just going up pulling a statue down a he could hurt himself but b you shouldn't be doing that on uh, against public property because the public did pay for it in some capacity, typically, uh, just because your emotions are running high. You know, go through that proper channel to get it, you know, removed through, you know, city council or whatever and be like, okay. You know, because then the city could store it, move it to a museum, blah, 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 blah. You know. But yeah, sell it to a museum. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see. But not me. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but no, that's that's where I was saying is, and what are they looking for to put in place of these statues? Are they looking to erect memorials of uh, people of, of color, uh, people who have supported people of color? Are, are, what's Have they thought that far? Because if they're looking to take down anything that represents, right now we know they're taking down statues. What's, what's the next step is the question. Because once something gets moving, it's hard to stop it. So what's the next step after statues? And that's where I was saying before is do we have to start taking down buildings that slaves has built? Again, I think it comes down to that concept of what is was the purpose of it. If the building was built to honor slavery, then that building is probably going to come down, you know, according to their things. If it was built by slaves, it probably isn't going to come down. It'll probably have like a plaque installed on it or something like that. But I think that you hit the nail on the head with that key word, honor. Statue was built to honor. Uh, or, or the the phrase of um, um, memory, memorial. But that's more of a, a cemetery. Yeah. So I, I, I don't, what I foresee as the next thing, I don't see other types of buildings. I, I see them unlawfully going after statues still. And I say that unlawfully, okay? Again, if you want to petition your local government, remove it, blah, 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 beautiful, fine. That, that is the right of the people living in the area, you know, you know, whatever that voting methodology be. 
However, you know, where does it stop? It's not going to stop, unfortunately. When you have an emotional response to things, you will want to tear down and pull down anything associated with whatever is triggering that emotional response. You know, let's take a look at Lee here. Okay. Yes, he was a general, fought for the Confederate Army. Okay. But in reality, you look at his history, he didn't want to fight for the Confederate Army. The only reason he did was because Virginia was part of the Confederacy and he felt honor bound to fight for Virginia. He didn't want to take up arms against the Union. He wanted to try to find a way to make compromises. But in the end, he felt honor bound to do that. But that's not what is presented to everyone else. Everyone else just looks at him and says, he is Confederate scum. He fought for slavery. Did he own slaves? Yes. He himself owned only a couple. He, he was actually didn't like the practice of slavery. Uh, his, when he married his wife, apparently that family owned a lot of slaves. And so in the end, he ended up owning a decent amount only because of marriage. Uh, but he wasn't exactly the most enthusiastic about the process. But again, all you're going to hear is Confederate scum. You have, uh, was it Missouri, Mississippi, one of those states changing their uh, state flag because it has part of the Confederate flag in, in it. You have NASCAR banning, uh, showing the Confederate flag at all, period. Again, they're equating it to racism. Um, and people who are opposed to that are saying, well, it's our Southern pride is why we want to show it. Um, again, that can be argued both ways. You know, Do you really need to have a flag to have that Southern pride? No, no, no. But, you know, the rednecks are going to be like, I must fly my flag. You got to fly the flag, boy. But again, it comes down to, what is that flag meant to do? Is it to remind you of your past and the pride you have in your Southern heritage? Is it honoring the Southern way of life before the Civil War? Hmm. Just like those statues. If they are statues meant to exalt and honor these people, then maybe that needs to be happen at each local level where these statues ha- are at. And if your community says, you know what, we don't want the statue anymore, so be it. Now, I, like I said, I don't fully agree with that in full because, again, trying to take current morals and put them on the past will always fail. The thing in the past will always be immoral because 50 years from now, morals are going to change as a society. Watching <laughs> for one of the first times in a long time, the news. With my folks, with, I mean, this whole thing was being talked about with tearing down the statues and whatnot. Mm-hmm. What if, I mean, granted, okay, yeah, hopefully some will be done properly, but don't have high hopes for that. Anyway. Yeah, no. I know. Guess, I, I guess I feel like it would be cool. What, what are people that we would put a statue up of today? Like, is there anybody else that we could think of? No, I'm not saying like us, but just. Overall, like in the country of like who would be worth making statues of that really had a big impact. Anyone is see, here's the thing. If you have the criteria that the person must be perfect. No, that's nobody then. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, no one's gonna ever be able to have a statue made of them. Nope. Unless this is where 
delves into political territory, unless it's a hero of the progressive political party, mm. then it doesn't matter what they do. They can do whatever they want because morally they are exempt from morals as long as they're advancing the cause of which they want. Yeah, I know it, it, it doesn't make sense fully, but that's where we're at. You know, when George Washington uh, was in Portland, Oregon, they tore down a statue of George Washington. They draped an American flag, lit on fire, and then toppled the statue. Ulysses S. Grant, who was he? You're telling, he was one of the guys that was talked about. He led the Union Army during yeah. the Civil War. Yeah. They tore his statue down. Yeah. Probably they didn't light his house on fire. Um, here, here's what they said why they tore it down. He was a slave owner in that he was gifted a slave, hated the idea, and freed him within a year. <laughs> then won the Civil War. Mm-hmm. prosecuted the KKK, and appointed African Americans to prominent roles in government. Yeah, that's a pretty great thing, huh? He's a guy, he's, yeah, he's someone that makes no sense in tearing down. They also tore down the statue of St. Junipero Serra and Francis Scott Key. Oh. Who's Francis Scott Key? He's the guy that wrote the um, Star-Spangled Banner. Yep. Do you guys know why they want to take away the Star-Spangled Banner? Do you know what part of it? Not offhand. In the third verse, it says, No refuge could save the hireling and slave from terror of flight or the gloom of the grave, and the star-spangled banner and triumph dove wave. Oh, or the land of the free and the home of the brave. It's the no refuge could save the hireling and slave. That's why. That phrase right there, because it mentions slave. No refuge. Obviously, somebody who's fleeing the country could save. Hireling is a... One who works solely for compensation, especially a person willing to perform for free tasks considered by meal or offense, or one who is hired or serves for wages not used in uh, reprobation or contempt. So pretty much somebody who, you know, works. People have tried to pull apart and say that that phrase is the reason why, where'd it go, where'd it go? One of the things that was happening at the time is that the British were telling slaves, hey, you come to us, you'll be free. So I don't necessarily say it's a point to uh, it being racist as much as he was just identifying a certain type of person that would leave. I don't know if it's that wording on why they want it, because you do know he was a slave owner, right? Oh, yeah. That's probably why. Notice a trend amongst all these statues being pulled down. Well, slave prior, owner, slave owner, slave owner. Prior to that, yeah, I, I knew, what was it? Back when I was in, uh, what was it? Back when I was at Gateway, I did a re- uh, small report on it. And that's when the whole Star Spangled Banner thing had lit up back in, what, 13? I don't know when that started. So here's another quote from him. From Francis Scott Key. Again, this is a quote from mm-hmm. Francis Scott Key. I'm making that very distinct right here. He said, African Americans were a distinct and inferior race of people, which all experience proves to be the greatest evil that afflicts a community. Mm. Did not hear that one before. So, I mean, to be fair, okay, that is unfortunately something I read about um, that a lot of people thought at that time, you know. I mean, it makes sense. You know, they they thought uh, black people were an inferior race. Uh, What was it? There was a doctor. 
I don't remember where this doctor was. Um, he he believed that black women didn't feel pain. He performed surgeries on them without anesthesia. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, on, on black slaves. Oh, how do you how do you have that? How, how can you think that's true? I don't know. A lot of messed up people back in the day. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like 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 literally like I will say this medicine has come so far um and uh being able to understand people being able to work things out in law and stuff has helped prevent but yeah no a lot of people very delusional very quick. So there's some things you can look on in the past and say that was wrong. That is one of those. The concept that people with a different skin tone are inferior people that certain types of people can't feel pain just because you think they're an inferior people calling uh, a group of people because they have different color skin, a distinct and inferior race. That isn't moral relativism of us taking our current morals and looking back on and saying that is wrong. That is factually wrong. Now, did they believe that at that time? Unfortunately, yes. So I, 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 th- I, I say that because I make that distinction between something that is factually wrong that we can look at and that's factually wrong through the ages and something that is we're implying our morals on to the past, such as an imperfect person like George Washington, Abraham Lincoln. Are there problematic things that can come from, are there good things that can come from problematic people? If you're a Christian, yes. Wait. Are there oh, good okay. things that can come from problematic people? Yeah, I didn't hear that right. No, I started off wrong. Oh, that's, okay. that's why I heard it wrong. Oh, okay. So, yes, we have to believe that. Because otherwise, from the Christian worldview and the way we look at it, everything would be bad. Mm-hmm. Because we believe, through the Christian lens, that all humans are born in sin. Not of sin, in sin. That is by nature, our human nature, and therefore... We are, by our human nature, sinful, evil. So if we don't believe that good things can come from bad people, then none of us can ever make anything good. Mm -mm. So it gets dangerous, like I said, when we move our morals back in history. But we can look at things that are factually problematic, bad. You know, that that phrase, that that quote from Francis Scott Key? Yes, 100% bad, right? But did the national anthem come out of it and that is could be considered good yeah now where you disagree with a part of the poem that that the star spangled banner was from that that can be up for debate now didn't you say that was like from the third stanza or something like that how many times do we sing the third stanza <laughs> i've never heard first it too <laughs> i never go beyond the first one typically so i've never heard it so i mean the whole song is actually uh, tuned off of a British drinking song. And that's, that's actually not a surprise because a lot of songs in that day, including a lot of hymns, mm-hmm. were based off of drinking songs. Mm-hmm. And the reason it was is because drinking songs were known by this, the average man, the average woman. They knew what those, uh, not the tune was. Mm-hmm. So it was easy for them to learn. They just had to apply some different lyrics to this ex- existing tune. The melody was known. Yeah. It wasn't a whole new thing. You know, they, they didn't have, you know, the infrastructure that we have nowadays where we can generate a new tune every two seconds mm-hmm. and it right. get it spread around the world and reproduce so that way everyone can hear it and 
be like, oh, this is my new jam. <laughs> you know, it, it wasn't as easy back then. You know, we just had the 4th of July last weekend, you know, when this airs here. Right. And there's nothing wrong with having some national pride. Don't let it be the sole focus, though. Right. As Christians, we are told that we are to live for the kingdom first. Everything else is secondary. That includes this nation. Because in reality, in the end, as much as we may not like to admit this, this nation, every other one, is going to fail. It's going to burn up, going to be destroyed. And we know based on what's in Revelation, we can have a kind of an idea of some of the crap that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> right. Whether we like it or not. <laughs> so is this anything new? No. Is this anything to worry about? In the immediate short term? Yes. In the immediate, in the long distant, long term? No. Is this political in nature? Yes. Is this really about our history? No, it's about our future. Right. Because reshaping the past is going to reshape our future. Is it about erasing history? I don't know if it's about erasing so much as maybe recontextualizing it. Mm. Taking everyone that we thought was good, George Washington, Lincoln, Jefferson, and recontextualizing them only based on their negatives, a.k.a. the fact that they either had slaves or in Lincoln's case, were considered not for the black person. And that's where I see that happening, is in those subtle distinctions, those subtle shifts. Because that change in history is going to be taught whether those statues are there or not. They can pull down all the statues of George Washington, but as soon as they start saying, now we're going to start saying he's bad because he owned slaves, that's when we start having issues. 